You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back in everyone. Today I am joined by Daniela Wolf of Best D Life. I am so excited to chat all things productivity and time management today. We are going to give your schedule a makeover. So Daniela, welcome into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm so excited to have you. So tell our <laughs> listeners about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? Sure. So like you said, my business is Bestie Life, helping you find the bliss in your busy. I'm a burnout coach and self-care strategist who helps working moms have the time and energy for practical self-care throughout their day without that guilt and overwhelm. Um, a little bit of background. I've been a social worker for 27 years, trained in all things like self-care, mindfulness, stress management, coping skills, as well as I've been a busy working mom of two. And um, even though they're a little bit older now, they're 21 and 17, when they were much younger, I went through a divorce. And so I was a single working mom with a five-year-old and six-month-old. And I remember what it's like to be in that place of trying to do all the things, get dinner ready, get the kids where they need to go working. And I absolutely hit that place of burnout. I hit that wall of trying to do it all, be it all, and really needed to take a step back and reevaluate who I wanted to be, who I wanted my kids to know, who I was modeling for them as far as how to handle things, you know, because I was irritable, snapping more than I wanted to. And that's not the, the mom and woman I wanted to be for them. And so I started very small. I started with like a gratitude practice. Oprah was promoting it like back in the day. And, um, you know, just listing three things every day that I was grateful for, you know, was one step using the free childcare at our grocery store. This is all pre-pandemic going to the gym and using the childcare there. And I found not only by doing these simple, small, little actionable things, did I start to kind of feel better about myself and move the needle for myself. But my kids also not only got a better version of me, but they enjoyed too, like getting to know different people, meeting different people and realizing I didn't need to be the person doing everything for them. I, it's not about, you know, always being with your kids, but who you are when you're with them you know, and, and it just kind of snowballed where I was doing all these different things. And people were like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? How are you fitting that in? As well as even just sending me snapshots of like, Hey, I took 20 minutes to go and read during soccer practice rather than go run errands because of something I said and realizing, I think we're all not only looking for that kind of freedom, but also looking for the validation that it's okay. And that we should be doing this and need to be doing this, not only for ourselves, but for our families and everyone around us. Oh, that's so good. And I love how you talked about the small steps, 
it doesn't have to be an overnight earth changing experience, you know, but really taking those small actions to be who you want to be when you're with them. What kind of mom do you want to be showing up as? That right there is a game changer and I love it. So for the mom that is just overstressed and burnt out and exhausted beyond belief, where do they even start? How do you even begin? Yeah. And I know that first step can feel like the hardest part because you're like, I don't have anything more to give. I am just, like you said, burnt out, the fire's out, there's nothing left in the tank. And, and so you start again, small, because I think when we set our expectations too high, our goals too big, that's where we set ourselves up for that guilt, for that overwhelm and that failure of thinking, taking on something new is too hard. And so the simplest, and I know this is going to sound incredibly simple, but the simplest thing I ask my, my clients to do is to just set a timer for one minute, about four or five times throughout a day. And during that one minute, no devices, just sit and take a deep breath in, hold it for four, deep breath out, relax for four. It's called box breathing. And by doing this simple box breathing exercise, you know, for one minute, you don't realize how long one minute is when you're just sitting and doing nothing else, but focusing on your breathing, grab a drink of water, staying hydrated is so powerful in our well-being and knowing that, you know, it can just instantly, like you shrug your shoulders up and down, you instantly start, you know, that, that, relaxing that parasympathetic nervous system, you start relaxing your body, you start releasing those positive chemicals and endorphins and things like that, where just in one minute at a time, four or five times throughout a day, you now have a five minute self-care practice every day. And just knowing that you're doing something good for yourself is again, that small step that's going to help you start moving the needle. Oh my gosh. So good. And we all have one minute. We can all find one minute, even if it means locking yourself in the bathroom for one minute, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with taking one minute for you. So you can show up as the mom you want to be. Or even just do it. You know, you're standing in line at the grocery store and instead of scrolling and being impatient, take that time. That's your minute to you park in the far spot, take that as your walk in or even do it with your kids. Sometimes I think again, like I said, we model for them, how we relax, how we take care of ourselves and just how we take a moment to pause before we respond to situations. And so it's okay, you know, to have them present and be like, Oh my gosh, we're going to do this thing, you know, and, and just the way you present it can make a huge difference. Right. Exactly. And it is Really interesting how you mentioned the modeling because they are, they're always watching. They're always paying attention. Even when you don't think they are, that's the time they're paying attention the most. Oh gosh. When you say that bad word comes out of your mouth and then they repeat it at school, you're like, oh no. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh boy, what just happened here? But yes, I mean, they do, they model it. And also the gratitude. I would love to dive into that too, because that's something I have really noticed with my kids. My oldest is very high anxiety. So one thing that we do is at the end of each night before they go to to bed, we all say three things we're thankful for. You know, my youngest, my oldest, my husband, myself, like we all take that time. 
Mm-hmm. And it can be the silliest little things, you know, that they say, but mm-hmm. still it's taking that little bit of time. And it's really been a game changer. How have I you noticed too. that gratitude helps your clients kind of get their mindset reframed? And what does that do? What does that gratitude practice do? Yes. Gratitude is huge. And I think it's a very underestimated part of what is, uh, you know, our self-care practices for whatever reason, our brains are like pre-programmed to focus on the negative. You can have a great day, but that one thing that went wrong that one bad conversation, that's what sticks. That's what plays over in your head. And so we need to retrain the way we think about ourselves, the way we think about our day to focus on what went well and realizing you know, from a mindfulness standpoint, from a gratitude standpoint, it doesn't have to be the big things. When I started my gratitude practice, it would be, you know, my banana milkshake was part of what something I was grateful for. Somebody held the door open for me when I was struggling with my kids and packages or things like that, you know, and realizing by focusing on the good versus the negative and putting that spotlight there, that's the area that then takes up the majority of what you're going to think And when you think differently, you feel differently. And when you feel differently, you act differently. And so it's that synergy of creating that momentum from how you think to how you feel to how you act that then can be so powerful in how you show up, how you treat each other, and just how your life feels to you. Yeah. And and these things, they they don't take much time and they are life-changing. So what other tips can you give us for making over our schedule? How do we determine, <laughs> all right, I'm burnt out. Where, how do we even identify where to start with, with different strategies? Yeah. And there's definitely, I think a lot of schools of thought on it, you know, but I think being able to look at your time, where it's going, prioritize it and be able to have just some control. I know everyone has a different style, whether you're, you know, type A or a little bit more boho, you know, some people want to know down to the minute where they are and other people kind of fly by the seat of their pants a little more. And that's totally fine. I don't think there's any wrong way, but if it doesn't feel right to you, then that's where you need to kind of look to put some steps in. And I'm, I'm a huge proponent of micro steps in everything, whether it's from creating new habits to adding your self care. I think the smaller and easier it is, the more manageable it is. And sometimes we take it for granted because it sounds like common sense. And so we're like, oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. But it's the act of consistently doing these different things that makes a difference. So even if it was something like, you know, I know we're like, oh, the kids are up before me or I'm doing different things, but to intentionally, you know, take, even if it's two to three minutes with your coffee or your tea or your favorite morning beverage and sit and again, practice maybe a little mindfulness where you look at what's it smell like? What am I hearing? What do I see around me? And by focusing from that senses point of view, again, we'll start to change your body kind of chemistry and the way you feel at that moment. And that's just two to three minutes, not even, you know, it could be as quick as 30 seconds, but that practice and consistency will help ground you when you start your day. Maybe you set five to 10 minutes. You want to add movement to your day. There's four minute hit workouts. There's five minute 10 minute yoga practices. There's so many ways to add a couple minutes of that control into your day of what you want. And then you can feel a little bit better about tackling then all the other massive things that are on your list. And it's definitely a process when it comes to looking at your to-do list, looking at your calendar and those expectations between work, family, kids, home, all the chores, all the things, you know, and that's a different process we can talk about later, but definitely I think 
just fitting in those small pockets for you will change how you feel about all those other things. Oh, definitely. And I love how you mentioned, you know, it adds in that element of control. You have the control to make that choice, to make a change. You know, it all feeds into one another. And by doing those small micro steps, yeah, that's going to add up to some big changes. You're going to feel empowered to then, yes, I can do more, you know, and that's the whole point is you want to feel capable. You want to feel confident in what you're able to do. Because again, like I said, when we go too big, that's where we lose that confidence because we're not successful when it's too large. It's too massive a shift. How are we supposed to take on a brand new 30 minute, 45 minute routine and adapt everybody else at the same time? That's too much work. Oh my gosh, you're and absolutely nobody likes right. Hard work. <laughs> no, well, that's just it. And then it's, it's so daunting that we don't do it. And we set ourselves mm-hmm. up for failure from the get-go. I mean, just like anything, it doesn't happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, I know that's like the oldest analogy, (laughs) but you can't expect to just wake up tomorrow morning and be this whole new person. But I think we put these false expectations on ourselves sometimes to create that. We do, we do. And then, you know, the narrative in our heads supports that I can't feeling versus by setting small wins, we have only reinforced how much we can do. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is so good. And empowering our kids to then be able to do the same. Mm-hmm. That right there is valuable information. <laughs> Make sure to <laughs> take note of that. <laughs> um, where else can we find more information? Because this has been a fabulous conversation about it doesn't have to be hard to regain. It's about making those intentional choices. It's about being in the moment being present mm-hmm. and just not yeah. going through life on autopilot. Stop and smell yeah, the coffee. boundaries about it too. You know, setting some boundaries around it with your kids, with your partner, with your job, you know, is also just going to be so big in helping you maintain that. Oh, you know, it's not about setting a wall and a no of what you won't do. A boundary is about what you are willing to do and opening the door to people of accessing you when you're at your best. Yes. What a great perspective shift for all of us right there. Daniela, where can we find more information about the amazing work you're doing? Um, so I am, have a website, bestdlife.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, and just, I know we were talking about scheduling and making over your time. Um, I pulled from my full signature program, the exhausted to empowered formula, a portion and just came out with a micro course called the Tom time takeover micro course. And so the whole course is about 30 minutes. The modules are about five to six minutes each. There's an audio. So you can listen even just as a podcast on the go and just these simple actionable steps that you can take to start breaking down your priorities. You know, you take everything that's on your list and we talk about how to really look at what's important and urgent and what maybe is not so much and can be taken off or handed to somebody else, as well as then looking at not only how to put them in your schedule, but how to create gaps in your schedule, which is going to be so important. And then adding in that self-care throughout your day, because I definitely believe while I love spa days and massages, self-care is so much more than that. It's how you eat, how you move, how you dress, how you connect with others. There's so many ways to integrate that throughout your day. Oh, yes, absolutely. And simple, actionable steps. That's key for the busy mom. I love it. Absolutely. 
Daniela, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule today. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.